support for the Boner Planet Podcast is presented by Dead Down Wind, Tinks, Shadow Hunter Blinds, Burris Optics, Dead Ringer, The Grind, Bomar Archery, Element Outdoors, Reveal Cellular Camera, HHA and HHA USA, Black Eagle Arrows, Cobra Archery, Camp Chef, Novix Outdoors, and caffeine support provided by Deer Camp Coffee. man thanks for joining us man how are you good can you hear me okay yeah i sound great what are you in the field right now i i am leaving the field right this moment <laughs> i am actually dude you gotta be literally the biggest hunters i know which is really cool and ironic that you own bowhoney.com because of that which is really exciting i think that's one of the coolest things man hey I, so i got a ton of questions for you i hope you're ready i just <laughs> yes i'm I, I was born ready, right? That's what that's what you're supposed to be in life. It's the only way to make it nowadays. Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I'll if give you're not the... ready, you get left behind, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'll give you the question I had for Justin. Um, I was going to ask him what it's like getting so many hugs from Todd. That's a good question for Justin. I can't answer that. I know how he would answer that. He would probably say he absolutely hates it, but... It keeps him on his toes. I keep on his toes. That's too funny. No, but uh, trust me, he doesn't give me hugs. He always gives me jabs. I wouldn't, wouldn't you rather be on his side? I mean, he gets hugs. I get all these jabs all the time. I'd rather be getting hugs than jabs. Yeah, I hear I don't you. Know about you, but that's my feelings. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, so I was going to ask you because you know, I mean, you're always like, honestly, you know, I always see these huge bucks you're shooting and stuff. So. I always wondered, I was like, I wonder what Todd's biggest buck is to date, and what would that be? You know, I hate even talking about it because it happened so many years ago. I feel like kind of a loser. I haven't, I haven't, been, able to, I haven't been able to track down a bigger one. Um, that 192 is still my biggest buck wow. to date. Um, 192. I had chances, uh, and, and, you know, that sweetness buck for a couple of years that I was able to at least see with my eyes, you know, he was 220. That was an absolute freak there. But honestly, I mean, since those two, I, I don't know that I've seen a deer even close to those two bucks um, in all the hours that I've been sitting, questioning myself, what am I doing here right now? <laughs> <laughs> and where do you do most of your hunting? Is it Illinois or Wisconsin or what, in that area? No, I, primarily Illinois. I live in Illinois, so definitely very fortunate with Illinois. I mean, listen, I mean, everyone thinks there's, I don't know, everyone thinks there's millions and millions and millions of secrets with this stuff, right? But, you know, sometimes it just takes also just being in good spots, right? I mean, as much as we want to, you know, I mean, listen, I think Justin actually is the one who said this years ago. I mean, you know, you, you can't kill what's not there, right? I mean, you, you know, you can sit and sit and sit in spots and and, and I've had those spots, and the reality is, I, I, you know, we all have this dream, right? We all want this to be looking this way and to turn this way, and bam, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and and there he is, you know, and, and it happens, and 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 it definitely does happen in this world. But uh, 
the reality is, you know, with trail camera data nowadays and, you know, you know, having your units out and talking to friends in the neighborhood, I mean, you know, if you just don't have a big one on that particular year, you know, sometimes you just got to move off to other spots, right? And, and uh, that's, uh, I, I think that's one of the things that I've learned the most is, you know, you might be sitting in spot A, but if odds are you've got two bucks you'd rather shoot in spot B, mm, you'd be yeah. better off shifting over to spot B. And if you don't have a spot, you know, for that particular wind on that particular day, uh, then you got to make your moves, right? I, I mean, I think that's part of the reason why some of the saddle hunting has gotten more popular and, and you, you know, some of the people are just starting to do more of the running guns. You know, you, you hear people talking more and more about that. I mean, I'm not saying you can't have a good killer ladder stand in one particular spot. And, and I have those spots where, you know, you know what, if you just go and sit there maybe every single day, um, a, a good one's going to come by at some point, but that, that doesn't sound like very much fun. Yeah. I kind of like, you know, I'd, I'd rather have the challenge and be moving around. Um, or if you're like me in Michigan, then you just have to leave the whole state. I mean, there's not much I can do here. <laughs> I've seen some pretty big bucks in Michigan. I mean, I think yeah. I think Illinois or Wisconsin or Michigan or any of these states all have their pockets, right? And it's That's trying true. to get yourself into those pockets. And I, I think, you know, I think the word that that I use more and more the older I get, right, is is this word of expectations, right? Like, I mean, you just got to set the expectations right. I mean, yeah. You know, and I think if you have your expert, when I would go and hunt my farm in Wisconsin, which I recently sold, um, you know, the likelihood of me seeing a deer there at the caliber of what I have here in Illinois, eh, it's not the same. I mean, it's just not the same, but you just got to go with that mindset of saying, hey, this is what's here. This is the buck that I'm chasing. This is what I'm looking for. And and that's your expectation, right? Yeah. So how about me? How about you for a second now? Come on now. You've been, you, you know, forget about just me here now. You, you've been living the dream too. Don't, don't be, don't be sitting here uh-huh. acting. Don't be acting as if Todd at bowhunting.com loves to do this stuff, started this thing. Now, listen, you, you started, you know, you started on your own and you built this baby up and you've got a great thing going. Took some time, but I'll be honest with you, I, you know, and you and I have talked about this a little bit at ATA different times we've seen each other. It ATA, is, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has been it's coming back yeah it's coming it's coming hard too but it has been a, a very interesting ride and you know we, we've always done bow under planted as more of a, a hobby and just an enjoyment thing because we all work and have day jobs and so for us it's always been this kind of like how can we do something fun that just kind of if if we can help the industry grow as a whole just because in our opinion it's always been very important for the heritage to keep going and you guys have done an awesome job at that as well. And I think that's one of the inspirations for me to keep going has been just working with people like yourself and other people in the industry and just talking. And that's why I've been starting these live uh, Instagrams. It's just, it's just nice to get together with other people doing what we do and just discuss that and let people understand like what's happening out there. You know, there's so many things going on all the time and we're always busy. I mean, you guys are busy all the time doing stuff. It's not just hunting. There's so much more stuff involved. And I oh, think- yeah. Sometimes you just, you know, this is the great part of it, right? The part you really want to be in right now. Everybody wants to go out and hunt. Everybody wants to shoot a one. You totally understand. And there are perks to this industry. There's some cool stuff I've done with media hunts and things like that that I would never have done had we not done this. But it, it was, it's been a great experience. And the one thing I, I learned the most is that everybody 
pretty much everybody is awesome in this industry. It, it really cool people. And uh, that's been, I think, in my opinion, one of the coolest things I've seen for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, you know, I always talk to people about, you know, you got to like what you're doing. And, and, and I definitely have been very, very fortunate. You know, I've always loved computers. I've always loved technology. I've always loved seeing people benefit, you know, from the use of technology and back in the way, way, way early days, you know, man, you know, look, look, look at this, right? Like, seriously, I, I mean, I mean, I'm sitting in a car, you're sitting in an office, we're doing these live stream. I mean, this wasn't, I, I mean, yeah, it was out there in the world, but not, not to the simplicity of grab yeah. your cell phone and bam, you, you know, mm -hmm. you're just doing this stuff, right? I mean, those back in the days, you know, man, man, you had a forum and you got mail. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just amazing how far technology has come and it's allowed us to do all this stuff, even with the filming of our hunts. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, even what, what we do, like, you know, 20 years ago, it was the monster camera and, you know, yeah. just, just didn't have the technology of available today with the GoPros and the different camera setups to be able to do um, the stuff that, you know, that, that, that we love to do, but, you know, without getting too, around the circle here. I mean, I think anytime you can find a career that you're legitimately interested in, I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're a landscaper, whether you're an arborist, whether you're a hunter, whatever. I mean, anytime you can be as close to a career within the passion you love, there's no doubt it makes getting out of bed a lot more easier. In the morning, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, just in the, I mean, we've been doing this, I think we started in 09 and, uh, since that point till now, I mean, the change in tech has been unbelievable, whether it's the cameras, like you said, or the, you know, the ability to have a website, internet, all that stuff, going from forums, forums to yeah. YouTube, to Facebook, to Instagram, to TikTok now. I mean, everything's crazy. It's just constantly churning, which is, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I mean, I don't see, there's nothing wrong with progression, but at the same time, it's like, you got to you got to keep up with it all. Right. And I, I know, you know, both of us have been doing that. Our teams have been working to keep up because it's just constant change and uh, it's a lot of fun, but still constant change. But Hey, what year, what's the history of bowhunting.com? Like what year did you guys get that thing started in rolling? Well, I, I mean, you know, it didn't always start with bowhunting.com as you know, I mean, it started off with huntingnet.com and, you know, huntingoutfitters.com. Um, and, you know, that was kind of our first big website that we built. You know, that was more of the full-fledged forum, um, you know, almost 800,000 registered users to that thing back in the day. I mean, that was, that was when, that's when forums were hot, you know, hot, hot, you know, and I mean, and, and Facebook and Instagram, they weren't even things, you know. Um, and then eventually we, you know, we're fortunate we were able to, to sell that. And, you know, bow hunting was, has always been my passion. Um, and I figured, you know what, let, let's hang on to the bowhunting.com, you know, domain name. And I was crazy back in, geez, oh, 1995 or six now, I mean, and registered thousands of domain names. I still own, I think, a couple of thousand hunting domain names. Um, the one that I get the most weirdest offers for is rubs dot com <laughs> i'm not sure that I'm not sure the people that are offering me money for that domain name what their use what their plan intent was mine was always thinking of buck rubs right um but uh that spun into you know the ability to start bowhunting.com after we got rid of uh um 
the one, hang on for one sec, this farmer's going to probably talk to me yep. here. Um, and, uh, um, you know, from, from that, it was, it was simple. Like, you know, Justin loved bow hunting. I love bow hunting. I mean, it's what we do. It's what we're most passionate about. And, um, it was a no brainer, right? I mean, it, it was like, let's just do this. So, and then at that same time, you know, some of the, you know, filming your own hunts was becoming more popular and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, I, you know, designed this stuff or anything. I mean, a lot of it was just trends that we were yep. jumping on and, and, and rolling with. Um, and fortunate for us, we've been able to attract a lot of great people that, you know, are, are like-minded with what we'd like to do. And before we knew it, just like, you know, like you were talking about, I mean, we, we've always had the website, you know, skills kind of down pad. And from there it was social media and emails and the web shows and YouTube and Roku and geez Louise, you know, yeah, just know. all that stuff. <laughs> How long have I known? Yeah, just I, one of the questions that just popped in there. Yeah, I was going to ask you that actually. I was going to ask that next. Go ahead. Justin and I, man, Justin must've been like 23 years old when we started together. So, I mean, we're, we're it's gotta be, you know, it, it might be getting close to one of our anniversaries. I probably own a present or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know the date. Here's my, uh, hang on. I'm sorry. This, this the I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking up half the road here. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so I mean, it's gosh, it's gotta be going on at least 33. He's getting older. He's not catching me, but I mean, gosh, every bit of 15, 16 plus years now, you know, so Uh-oh. it's been, it's been a while. I, mean, I can't believe I turned 49 this year already. I mean, I, I, God, I always felt like I was the youngest dude. I remember going to the ATA show and not knowing anybody or anything and, and even the shot show. Right. And I mean, man, I was walking to that place when I was like 23 years old. It's like, where, where all the time go? It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. Isn't it the change though? I feel like, I feel like, you know, when we talked, I, I feel like we talked back in like 2010 or 11, but we, we, I know we discussed, and uh, we were just standing around at the ATA talking, but I know we discussed that like the, the, the shift from TV to like online stuff was going to happen at some point. And it just like exploded sure. from TV shows only to then the marketing budgets changed to like online shows and then, you know, internet more. And now it's like literally 90% internet, 10% TV. <laughs> It's like craziness. Yeah, I, well, I mean, just, and then of course now with COVID, right? I mean, oh. last year was just insane, um, and just really ramped everything to the next level yeah. for sure. Um, I, I mean, just because people can stream, they had more time to get outdoors. They had, I mean, I've even talked to some people within the the magazine trades, you know, where even magazines, you know, those subscriptions are up. Um, yeah. It's, uh, you know, because people just flat out have a little bit more time on their hands. But um, based on the traffic I've seen the last two weeks, I, I, I think that, that that trend might be starting to go back to how it was. Because <laughs> it seems like there's people everywhere. Now, everywhere I go, I feel like there's a line. But yeah, that's, sure. a, that's a healthy place to be, too. You know, I, yeah. I don't know if being, I don't know if where we were last year was a real healthy place. So, yeah, true that. Um, what's your favorite state to hunt? You know, I, 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 yeah, I'm spoiled. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I just got lucky and was born in this state. So, I mean, I love Illinois. I mean, just, you, you know, you know, I mean, it's just, for me, Illinois has just been, been the bomb. But 
you know, I mean, I spent many years hunting in Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a great state to hunt. But to answer your question, I mean, at this point right now, Illinois is still one of my favorite. I mean, Justin and I, you know, went uh, last year and, and, and hunted some different, you know, in Nebraska. And, you know, that was that was kind of a cool place to hunt. So we're starting to kind of reach out and try some other places. But, you know, it's tough. There's only so much time. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the, you, you've only got so many stands, so many days, and then you start figuring in the factors of you think you have all these stands and then you look at what wind direction it is and you're like well that just cut that down to you, you know to to this many and then you, it's just crazy how you know um you, you, you know how how fast the hunting season goes and you start throwing a, a, a trip in there here and there it's like whew. i mean it, it, as fast as it starts it's over and you know, it's, it's, but I mean, I, I definitely want to start trying some other states for sure. You know, when I sold my yeah. farm in Wisconsin, you know, actually just a month or so ago, you know, 100% the goal was to, you know, even broaden my hunting arena and, and, and start going and doing other things. Like that is 100% on my list of things to do because it's easy to get stuck in a trap, right? And just keep doing the yeah. same thing. So how about, um, the other questions I asked you, I was going to ask you what your favorite animal to hunt is. I'm assuming it's a whitetail because you're so good at it. But I'll let I'm you not even. I, I, I'm gonna. I, I, you, you answered the question. I, I gosh darn it. I mean, there is just something about hunting whitetails that it just never gets old. I, I mean, it's always a different buck. It's always a different rack. It's always a different situation. I mean, I, I just never feel like I get bored. You know, uh, you know, turkey hunting. Oh man, you know, I, yeah. I just, I, and I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I like it. It's fun. I like doing it. But man, there's just, I mean, obviously, elk hunting's phenomenal. I mean, I've just started really doing that the last, you know, maybe four or five years. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe I went a little bit earlier. But you know, I'm trying to be a little more, you, you know, religious with that and going every year, you know, on a on an elk hunt now. Um, but. Uh, but there's no doubt. There's just something about, for me, I mean, it's different for everybody, but yeah, for me, yeah, yeah. there is just something about whitetails that it's just in my, it's in my blood. I just love chasing whitetails. Who taught you how to hunt? Um, the, very, my dad, for sure. You know, it's very, very, very fortunate. You know, hunting is definitely one of those things where if you're just getting into it, you know, and you're on this now, you're watching this, you see this at a later date, whatever, um, you, you know, you, you got to find people that hunt, right? I mean, you, you got to surround yourself with them. It's not the easiest thing to get into it. You know, for me, I was born into it. My dad loved, you know, hunting and, you know, he was pretty much just a rifle hunter. And, um, you know, I was kind of like, as I, when I was younger, you know, you don't know any different, right? So I was just kind of like, okay, you know, this just kind of happens once a year and you go rifle hunting and, and that's it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and then as I started getting old, I was like, shit, yeah, this dude, we could be hunting for three months. What, what, <laughs> what is this? Why are we going just one, two weekends? In the, that's ridiculous. You, you know, like, I mean, I was like, what are you thinking? So, you know, that was kind of like the turning point for me. I'm like, this is, this is ridiculous. We should be hunting all the time, you know? Um, so that's when I really, you know, dived into bow hunting, you know, uh, uh, a lot more. So. Yeah, that's great. That's cool. Yeah, I agree with you though. That was one of the things I, I grew up the same way. My dad taught me how to hunt and then my brother got into a little bit more, taught me a little bit more. And then, um, and then my dad actually passed away, unfortunately, back in 96. And then that kind of, 
changed then for my my dad and my brother then my cousin and then uh, then friends and stuff but you know that whole period of learning and it was it, with my dad it was always gun and like a little bit of bow my brother got really big into bow hunting and that kind of helped a lot because it then it kind of just started you know weighing on me and then understanding what's going on and but that excitement of having the full you know basically the full end of the year to hunt is you know knowing Absolutely. that the whole, all hunting and then we can go whenever we want because we're bow hunters it's like a huge deal huge deal <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean, and just to be able to go, well, and, 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 you know, it's not even just that, right? When, when, when you're into the bow hunting, I mean, it, it, it's, it's year round, right? I, I mean, sure. No, I mean, on a 90 degree day, you don't want to be humping around the world, you know, around the woods, but I mean, it just, you know, the, for the people that love this stuff as much as I do and, and, and you do, I mean, we're doing this all the time. I mean, we, we love yep. this stuff. I mean, whether it's you're driving down the road and you see this or you see that, and I mean, you know, trail cameras and just, you know, kind of gathering that data and putting all the pieces together. You're just, it's, it's just, man, it's just in your brain. You're just wired for it, you know, constantly. Um, yeah. I think that learning too, that, um, you know, initial phase, most people, you know, they start learning, they learn how to bow hunt, they get a bow, they buy a bow, they start hunting, learn how to hunt a little bit. But like you said, then it, it actually then turns into a full year thing at some point, because then you realize like, oh, well, I need to be mapping this. I need to like figure out my trails. I need to start putting in food plots. I'm gonna... So like oh. it does become then the full year. And I think that's the fun part to me is like that whole planning part. And then, you know, like for you, like an example would be you plan for the full year, you turn and there's a 192, right? I mean, then, you know, then, you know, that everything you plan for actually worked, you know, which is. A huge excitement, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, I mean, trust me. I mean, I'm still living on that dream because, like I told you, it happened so many years ago. I'm, I, I need to start finding. Uh, you know, I, I got to start. You know, Justin does this year's trail year? camera data with me. Last year, uh, yeah. last year was awesome. I mean, last year I had a great year. Uh, shot two great bucks last year. Pretty disappointed that you don't know this. Um, <laughs> I do know this. I have to ask. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just, <laughs> I should have asked you that question. Just to, to quiz you. Um, um, but no, last year was a great year. I, I was very fortunate, able to shoot two deer. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I've got high hopes for this year. I mean, I think we all start off with high hopes, right? <laughs> and then sometimes the season starts slipping away, right? But. Uh, you know, each year you just kind of keep raising the bar. You keep kind of shifting around. But, boy, I tell you, anytime you can truly hunt down a mature whitetail, I mean, it's never an easy task. I mean, you know, you know, I mean, very seldomly do they just, you know, show up like the way we kind of, you know, and that's just one of those things, right? I mean, you know, whether you're watching TV shows or web shows or, or you know, on social media, we always talk about social media, and it's so – you know, that you get on social media, you feel like everyone's shooting turkeys, right? And, and then you're like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. This guy shot this one last year. He's just posting a picture. You know, you know, I, I mean, you know, you start getting this feeling like you kind of suck, right? Because everyone, you, you know, all these photos are circulating around, the, you know, this Instagram. You start feeling like, geez, Louise, everyone's getting them but me. But, um, you, you know, I, I guess – 
the thing to always remember, I think, when it comes to just whitetail hunting is is there is no doubt. One thing that I've learned over and over and over, and I think this is just a good thing with life in general, right? And you got to be persistent. I, I mean, you know, it's just not going to happen on the first time out or the first. Sure, it happens to some, but if you're a beginner just getting started, I mean, man, I, I, I remember this day, you know, you know, the, the first buck I, you know, got. And quite frankly, I, I remember some of the details better of some of the bucks that have gotten away, you know, or I've shot and missed, uh, or even some of the smaller bucks because, you know, some of the details of, the, of those animals versus even sometimes the bigger ones that you get, right? I mean, they're all important, but, you know, it, it's interesting how certain things, I, I'll never forget this story right now that I'll tell you, this is, this is really, a, this is a good one. I don't think I've shared this to too many people, but um, do you remember, do you remember the string trackers? Have you, yes, you know, yes. Okay, so I remember hunting in Wisconsin, right? This is this is guys, this is true. This is a true story. I'm sitting in the stand. It starts raining, and you know, man, back in the day, whew, I had a big stabilizer on. I had that string tracker on the end. It was raining, so hey, I figured I, mean, I was young, guys. This is bad. I don't know how many years ago. I'm not going to age myself right now, but I had that string tracker on, right? And it starts raining, so my bow is hanging out there. I, I, I go, I put my raincoat on. I got my sleeve of my raincoat on like this, and I looked out. Jeez, there's a buck right below my stand. I mean, it, I mean, it was probably only like this big. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a little guy. You know, but man, I, but I was like young, and I was like, oh, cow, you know, it's right there. He snuck right in on me because it was raining. You know, I figured a smart thing, put my raincoat on. I had my string tracker on, right? And I'm not sure that was the best design in the world. So I go to full draw. And I couldn't get my coat on. It was still just hanging off my arm. So what do I do? I shoot, right? Like you're excited. And of course, you know, it hits kind of the whole deal. I end up, the, the buck drops. I shoot over the butt. Like here's his head. I don't know if you can see this. I don't have a picture of a deer anywhere here. But, um, you, you know, so I shoot like, here's his neck, right? I shoot right here. He turns and the freaking string gets caught in his antlers. He takes off running. I'm holding on to my bow. And I mean, that, that string tracker is coming out of there as fast as it will come out. Finally, just, whoo, finally, it's just, it's gone, right? Sure. And the deer gets away. I mean, I didn't hit him. I didn't wound him, nothing, right? It just, it was just the, over his back, turns, he got it stuck, you know, the string. And I remember my dad coming property going, what the hell is all the string all over the property? You know, because it, it was everywhere. I mean, it was, it was everywhere. I tried getting as much of it up as I could, but it was just, uh, I, mean, I don't know how many yards and yards was on that. <laughs> I mean, wow! It was it was a hell of a story, but it, it was you know, details ever, like that. You know, anybody ever shot one with it and actually found the deer? No, I never yeah. used that thing ever again. <laughs> it seemed like a great idea back in the back in the back in the day. I mean, I I couldn't have been more than I don't know fourteen, fifteen years old when I did that stunt. Um, but but that's what makes it fun. But I mean, you know what? Going back to what I was saying is, I mean, persistence pays. Like, you know what? If you're just getting into the sport, I mean, guys, don't fall victim to just watching our show and going on Instagram and having this feeling like everybody is getting an animal, you know, but me, you know, and, 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 and even when you watch our show and stuff like that, you know, sometimes you just see, you know, this 15 minute thing and it's like, oh man, you know, that, that guy got another one, you know, but I mean, you, you don't realize seriously the years and years and hours and thought process and, you know, and failures. I mean, seriously, you know, that goes into actually getting, you know, 
you know, you know, you know, getting that deer. So keep that stuff in mind for sure. Persistence pays. You got to stay that, after it. And that is a life lesson is that you can say the same thing for yeah. starting bowhunting.com or bowhunter planet. It's the same thing. There's tons of things and hours and hours of work that go into these things. And that that's why I always tell people, they're always like, oh, you know, oh, I want to own my own show or do this or that. It's just like, you can do that, but it's all about persistence and, you know, doing the, doing it and getting it done. It's not about, hey, I'm going to take today off and go sit down. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, I mean, guys, I mean, man, oh, man. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I can't believe just, you know, all the years that I've been doing it. I mean, I, guys, it's always work. Work never stops. I mean, yeah. it's constantly work. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, whether, and that's with anything good in life, right? I mean, yeah. it's True just that. work. It's work. And the moment you take your foot off the gas pedal, you're not going to see the same results. I don't care what it is, what you do, whether it's yeah. any anything in life. You got to, you know what, you got to keep that gas pedal down. All right. Well, Todd, thanks for joining me on the lunch hour. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, these lunch hours go fast. Are you buying lunch today or what? I guess so. I'm going to have to. We get lunch with this? Where, where do we got to meet some... you? <laughs> I was going to say we got a few hour drive to meet in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, listen, if you're ever cruising through Illinois here, let us know. We would definitely love to show you our place. And yeah. I, I appreciate you having us on for sure. And, and again, you know, seriously, you know, you, you've done a great job, man. And, and, and keep up the great work. And we appreciate, you know, you thinking of having us on as well. We definitely appreciate it. Appreciate that. Appreciate you guys as well. Thank you so much. It means a lot of comfort, guys. And uh, keep doing what you do. It's awesome, man. Thank you so much. Sounds good. We'll see you later. Thanks again. We'll see you guys. Thanks, everybody, for joining. We'll see you. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.